Family from the Heart podcast episode number 207. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Darn it. <laughs> I forgot where I put that button. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Super Professional Show, where we never forget where we put our buttons. Not. Don't press the button. <laughs> hey, everybody, this is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And Family from the Heart is a behind-the-scenes look in what's going on in the lives of the Ravenscraft family. Just your average day, not-so-ordinary family that is trying to live life on purpose. Right? Yeah. Fair enough? Yeah. Sweet. So, Stephanie, I took my brother. You did. I have a question. Uh Uh-oh. You have a question already? I have a question already. Is it in our outline or notes for the day? Well, it's about what you want to talk about right now. Okay. So, you want me to put this in the episode title? Yes. Blue Like Jazz Movie Review. To draw people in to listen to the episode. Yes. But what is going to compel them to listen to the entire episode if you put it first? The fact that it is getting ready to be released to the public. No. Why are they going to listen to the rest of Family from the Heart if the review is first? Oh. Why would they listen to the entire episode? Because we're just made of pure awesomeness and oh, people okay. should just listen right, to the like daily mundane, mundane details of our lives. Blue like jazz. <clears throat> Tell me, why does anybody listen to en- any episode True. of what we talk about? I ask myself that almost every day. But a couple people do. Like, there's at least three people that listen to this every week. At least week. three, and one of them is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm one, and wait, so... I'm it, not one. <laughs> you're not one, so there's one other person. One other person out there. Anyway, I do want to talk about Blue Like Jazz. So, I yeah. have the book right here, by yes, the way. Yes, you do. I saw. That's what made me remember to put it on the list. Blue Like Jazz is a book that came out several years ago, written by Donald Miller. It's kind of a... It, it is a Christian book. So it comes from the, you know, whole Christian author kind of uh, line of literature. And it, it, it was a New York Times bestseller. It was. And I've never read the book. I okay. own the book. It's right here. Actually, this is a, a book. This was sent this to was me. This was given to you before you knew how to read. <laughs> Come on. Seriously. <laughs> It was given to me before I found the true joy of reading, which is ebooks, right on my Kindle. But it was still a funny joke. It was a funny joke. Uh, Mari Easterbrooks, which I believe is probably listening to this podcast at one point here within the next week, and uh, I, I still want to say thank you for sending me this book. I have not opened it, other than to read, you know, the the little personal note that he didn't. Put we in the used front. to have another copy of that though. Uh, no. Back I, when we were doing reality, we talked about Blue Like Jazz. We probably talked about it, but I never owned it. I thought we had it. I don't... You okay. know what? You may be right. <clears throat> I may anyway. Have, I may have given it away. Okay. Anyway, the thing is, I we actually didn't have the... Uh, we didn't talk about Blue Like Jazz. We talked about Catalyst. The, we had Donald Miller, his talk from uh, Catalyst, which is a Christian and conference. Referenced. And he spoke right after Blue Like Jazz came out. Okay. At Catalyst. And that's right. where, basically, he, you remember there were the two big things that really stood out to me. That number one, other people exist. Which, hello, that shouldn't be earth-shaking really? news. But but believe it or not, yeah. you know, the, the, to think that there are other people out there who live a life completely different than what you believe that don't validate everything that you mm-hmm. 
have going on in your life. Those people exist. They exist outside of you. They have their own story, just like you have your story and, and their things like that. When they're not around, they don't just disappear. They're not just actors in the play of your life. Right. You know, they other people really do exist. Um, and, and, and again, that sounds so simple, but it's a, it's a big concept. And I, I hate to say it that even after many years of being involved in Christian ministry, I, it, it took me a while that, that kind of came as a revelation to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that sounds silly, but there's more to it than that. Anyway, the second one, the biggest thing I ever learned from Donald Miller was people will never listen to what you say or they don't care about what you say. They have no concern whatsoever what you think, feel, know, anything, unless they know for a fact that you like them. Right. And and that had and and it and it talks about doing relationships with people. You know, and and specifically for me, it's coming from a very strong evangelical background where, you know, relationships for me back then was all about you know, whether or not you validate my way of thinking about faith and relationship with God and church and all this other stuff. Um, and if you didn't validate what, and, and this was the one of the things that he gave in his talk, which is based upon, it, which is written in his book, was that many times Christians, and, and I was guilty of this, would not, would actually determine whether or not to extend a friendship or potential relationship with someone based upon number one, do you already validate what I believe? Or number two, is there a chance that I'm going to be able to convince you to validate what I believe? And if you, if, if I feel after getting to know you just a little bit, that there's very little or almost no chance of me converting you to my way of thinking, then why should I bother having you as a friend? And I, I, I admit that was my way of thinking. I've seen you live that. I And I had. I had lived that. It was miserable. I was a hypocrite. I was everything. I was a Pharisee. It was horrible. I, I hate that that was a part of my life. But, um, you know, when I, it, but this was, this was groundbreaking information. This is back in what, 2004, 2005, somewhere around in there. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, it, it was, it was awesome stuff. But I remember just the, the talk that Donald Miller gave had significant impact now at the time i didn't like to read you know prior to having my kindle i hated i always despised reading i love reading today if this was on my kindle i'd probably read this book in in a in a week but uh it's not so anyway blue like jazz i'm just gonna tell you it's full of great information (laughs) but i i do know i do know the contents of it i know i do know the contents I i know the message of the book and i want to tell you that it is more liberal uh, it's a more liberal Christian view than 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 what I know many of my you know former uh, Christian friends would have have known you know would have liked. I, I I come from a very conservative Christian fundamentalist background. Uh, I've I've kind of um, I I don't wear any of those labels myself anymore. Uh, but I can tell you right now that this book uh, did not go over too well with a lot of people that I knew and one of the desires was to turn this into a movie you know Donald Miller wanted to turn this into the movie and I think he I don't know a lot of the the details behind what happened with this but I I think there were protests there were people against it I think he was having a hard time getting people to you know somebody to actually take on you know yeah we'll we'll put we'll produce that movie for you um, and I think there was this like entire campaign, Save Blue Light Jazz, the movie. Did you hear about all that? I think so. Mm-hmm. 
I, again, I, it's not something I followed a whole lot, but um, I heard that they were raising money. It was getting some good funding. Um, and sure enough, the movie is getting ready to be released here soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went to the press screening. What was it? Tuesday night? Yeah. Yes. So I went Tuesday night and I went with my brother who is not a confirmed Christian. He is somebody who has has quite honestly uh, for the last several years has said, you know, I, I just don't believe that stuff. And, you know, obviously I'm at a place now where it's not my responsibility to change his mind or to convert him, but right. just to love him and to be his brother. And, and you know, and, and I just pray that one day he does come to faith. But but that's that's completely on him. And and and. It, he's no longer a project of mine. You know right. what I mean? Yes. Which I think is cool. But anyway, I he went knowing what this movie mm-hmm. was about. And I will tell you right now that um, going and sitting and watching that movie with him was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Not that I think that it's going to convert him, but it really... Which was d- not the intention of inviting not, him. It was not the intention of inviting him. It wasn't even the intention to open up a conversation because right. I wasn't even looking for that. I was just looking for going and enjoying this movie and I knew that it had a more a Christian view that was a little bit more aligned with where I am today. Right. Which is, you know, where I was 10 years ago is exactly why my brother, you know, doesn't... I, I think is a lot of the reason why my brother doesn't, you know, accept the faith that... Not not me specifically, but the just the the way things have been right. handled. Anyway, but today I have a, a a whole different approach to how I do relationships with people. You know, how I live out my faith in my daily life, and how it's more about how I walk. Wa- it's my faith is so much more about how I walk it out in my everyday relationship with people than what it is when I go to church on Sunday morning. Absolutely, it has to be because I quit going to church in September. Right. So. So, um, you know, and, 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 and that's really opened up an opportunity for for PJ to see that my life has drastically changed. <laughs> what? I was just thinking about Easter. Go ahead. OK. Sorry. So anyway, we went to this movie and I liked it a lot. Um, I can tell you uh, I, I'll give you I'll give you my review of my pharisaical self, let's say, seven years ago. All right. If I went seven years ago. I would tell you that this movie was awful, uh, that it stereotypes Christians and makes us look at it, makes us look intolerant, makes it look like we are holier than thou. It makes us, it is it stereotypes us and makes us look like we live in our own little bubble and that we refuse to see the reality of life around us. It makes us look like we completely ignore a culture that is not the people who, you know, validate our way of thinking uh, and and it also makes us look like a bunch of hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it stereotypes us as a bunch of hypocrites. It stereotypes us this way. And not to mention the fact, how can this be a Christian movie? Because it has, it, it has. <gasps> and, and by the way, let's just, let's just say now, if you have children listening, um, this episode, let's just go ahead and just say, you know, pause right now. So go ahead and stop right now. Pick up later when the kids aren't around. Okay. So I'll wait just a couple seconds. You you hopefully have time at this point. You're running up to the MP3 player. You're about ready to pick it up and you're hitting stop. Okay, so we're clear, right? Yep. All right. So this 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 has a lesbian in it. Okay. It has you know it has drugs in it. It has it has crude behavior in it. It has all kinds of stuff in it. I mean, it's got 
how can how can a Christian production have this stuff in it? That is, it is just not right. It's got cursing in it, <gasps> you know. And and so, so does my everyday life. <laughs> Does it now? <laughs> it doesn't always come out, but it's in my head a lot. <laughs> but it's, so, so here's the thing. I would say as a Christian seven years ago, this is a horrible movie. It is an absolutely horrible depiction of the Christian faith. And I think it overgeneralizes things. Can I tell you that the people who think that it's true of. I'm. I, I, I would say that today... Because I have to say that I've been that person too. And that description is true of who I was. Yes. It was true of who I was as well. I would, I would have been so angry and upset and say that, you know, we've been misrepresented. But in fact, if... It's probably spot on. It, it pretty much is. It pretty much is. For, and I'm not saying for everyone. I still think it's an overgeneralization of right. the entire church. I don't well, think you can... There's times when there's overall generalizations of everything. You know, I was just talking to you in the car about um, having issue with an overgeneralization of women because I didn't fit into that mold that, that was being given. Um, we often overgeneralize things and people and groups so to complain about that is just in my mind ridiculous right so so anyway the the thing is is that today i i I go into this experience of where you know over the last five years or so i've completely been on an, an amazing journey where for me it is more about my relationship with Jesus, and it's not as much about my relationship with r- rules, regulations, moral code of conduct, in- information, institution, all that stuff. Even more so since September, but even before September, I, I'd, I'd actually already begun to get to it the was place. A work in progress. Yeah, I, I've already got to the place where I can have somebody who's a close personal friend of mine who is homosexual or somebody who it does is absolutely on the opposite end of the spectrum as me as far as political things are concerned or or all of this other stuff. And so I, I have come to this place where for me it's about relationships. It's just about living life with people and and giving the best of who I am to other people. And and for me, my faith is all about two things. That is the focus. It is loving God and loving other people. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what my faith is about. And that's what I've always read about. And that's what that that's what I, I I'm and I and now that I see it, I mean, I do know some people who are still very much involved in the institution, who are very much involved in some of the other things that that I've always known people that didn't fit within that mold. Right. But what this movie does is it helps see th- helps people see things from the outside world. You know, because if you are not inside and you don't know of the real good people that are there, all it, it's the it is and, and I can't even say it's the vocal minority because sometimes it is the vocal majority uh, and, and the actual great people who have genuine relationships and, and have live a true faith. They are sometimes, unfortunately, in, in a slight minority within the church. But still. The thing is, is from the outside world, you don't see the minority. You'd hear the loud people. You hear you hear the people on the news saying that, you know, that September 11th is is the fault of this 
you know, group of people, a group of sinners or whatever. And, and, and this earthquake that did this, this was, you know, God did this to punish this nation or whatever. You know, you've got those Christians, you've got all this other, you've got this, you know, all these other people burning. It's just crazy. And when you think about, you know, just the, you know, the history of some of the things that the Christian church has been involved in, in the name of religion, or in the name of faith, which I will say are two different things. I will say that you know th- this is a this is a prevalent view of Christianity, unfortunately, out there in the world. And I think more Christians need to be exposed to say, you know what, this is the. This, did you guys know that these other people exist? That people live their life like this? They're not characters in the play of your life, right? You know, and, and, and here's the thing, this this movie takes place at, you know, on the college campus of Reed University in Portland, Oregon. And what happens is, is that you see this and it's like, there's no way this this movie's so over the top. There's no way that life could ever be anything like what they're portraying here. It's, it's just not possible. That's that's heathenistic. You know, that's that that almost seems like. and and it's so easy for for us to stay in our bubble you know because we have these you know multi-million dollar campuses in some cases or we have you know big gigantic mortgage you know for you know quarter million dollar on our church property and because we have we have to pay to put the to pay the electric bill and have to pay for these premises well let's just have all of our meetings here I'll, I'll never forget the time when, you know, our church says, you know what, don't let your kids go trick or treat. And how can you let them go knock on doors of strangers? Instead, bring them to our 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 campus on Halloween so that we can deliver them candy here from people that you can that, you know, you can trust. You know, how dare you go and live life out among those heathen? Are you almost done? Because I'm like, my filter is starting to steam. I know. But anyway, the, I, I just want to say that the movie um, has got, from what I hear, has had a lot of really, it's like, wow, the, it's, the reviews against it have been scathing reviews. And the reviews for it have been high praise. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to tell you the story because I don't want to ruin it for you, just in case you want to go see the movie. Personally, where I am today, I loved the movie i really can honestly tell you i loved the movie and it was still even where i am today it was still shocking to see some of the stuff i saw on the screen it was still shocking to see some of it but at the same time it didn't bother me um and and i i looked at it with a a greater sense of compassion than i ever have before and not looking down upon people but just seeing like wow there's an opportunity and and there's some really cool um, things in there. You, it, it's, it's got a great message. And if you can stick it out to the end, I think I love this movie. I really did love Good. Blue Like Jazz. And if I would have went, if I would have went seven years ago, I think I would have potentially walked out um, or <laughs> at the very least I would have said, well, it was a horrible movie until the very end, and the one person finally got it. <laughs> you know, and, and that's not the case. The mm-hmm. one person just lived life and lived a journey that he was on, and 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 he didn't finally get it. He just became open to a new reality of God's grace and love and the way you do life with people. 
And so I, I, I can say, honestly, Blue Like Jazz, I like the movie, and I can't tell you whether or not you're going to like it or not, but the only thing I can say is go see it and give it a shot. There you go. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. I like it. That's my review of Blue Like Jazz. Tell me about Kenna's birthday. It has come Our and gone. Our seven-year-old. It has come and gone. Um, yesterday was so crazy busy. I feel like she didn't get the attention she should have deserved. Well, we knew because this going I, in. We did. I we did. Okay, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I have always loved my birthday. You mean your birth month? My birth month, right? Highlighted by my birthday. Yes. You have to admit, over the last few years, the birth month has kind of, you know, taken a slower turn. <laughs> a little bit. School shopping and, you know, yeah. all of the other things that have to be done. But um, but I have always, like, really enjoyed my birthday. Coming from a place, <laughs> coming from a family with a lot of kids, um, it was a day that that was mine. And, um, and so when we had kids, I, you know, make sure that that day they feel special. I think that that is important. Yeah, I do. And, um, and her special day was supposed to be yesterday, her birthday. And her special day was supposed to be yesterday, but Wednesday is Megan's dance night. And well, first she just, has school all day. And she was at school all day and you were working. So we didn't even get to have dinner with all the five of us. And and it was just crazy. So her special day is, it's like yesterday was her special day. She wore a pink um, sash to school that said birthday princess, um, <laughs> which I think people are still laughing at me, but I don't really care. Um And but tonight will be like our family time where we'll have dinner together, which she got to choose dinner yesterday and today. Mm -hmm. And um, and then Saturday she'll have a birthday party. But I am like in shock that she's seven. I know there is to me and I don't know if you feel the same way, but to me, there is such a distinct difference between being six and being seven. I think so. It's like I get it. It's a it's a big deal now. And um. And uh, I I asked her yesterday morning, I said, can I pick you up to see if I still can? Like I was making a joke of it. And of course I could. She weighed the same thing that she did when she went to bed. But she fell asleep on the couch last night, um, leaning up against my arm. And I picked her up to carry her to bed. And she really, she star- she's starting to get heavier in her sleep. And I'm going to have to wake her up and make her a walk if she keeps falling asleep on the couch. Um, but it's just like, she's seven and then i was realizing as i was writing it on the list for today that um some of the listeners who have been listening to us since the beginning of like seen her grow up and it's just well, like yeah before we even knew that she she was coming well no 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 she was here she was born in april we started podcasting in december really of 2005 yeah i thought that was okay she was born in 2005 <laughs> okay you're right yeah (laughs) we started but so i mean she was she was like eight months old and we started that's right she was a baby because she she was just a baby and she would would make noises make noises in the lost podcast i remember okay yeah but um it's just i just have a hard time remembering life before podcasting 
Right. So you don't remember the birth of any of our children. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought all. I think all. I just thought that all of our kids. They've were all born came after, since. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah everything's no. happened since our podcast. It doesn't work that way. But um. I feel like I've been podcasting since I was a kid. So I just. I think in a way you have. <laughs> like I think. I in some ways, you, if you yeah. if you go back to my whole my old CB days when I had a mm-hmm. the CB base station and I used to broadcast my you right. know, nightly show over to Price Hill in Cincinnati. Wasn't there a trucker who was going to come hunt you down or yes. something? Yeah, actually, no. That was when I was illegally using a ah. uh, uh, what do you call that? The um, amateur radio. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's just. Um, it's just all gone by so fast. It has. And she, she, you know, she had been looking for her forward to her, but I mean, it's like major count. Oh, we've been counting down for like 40 days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and so, she, and, and it's almost though something clicked in our mind. It's like, I'm older now. Yeah. And, and she's, you know, from one day to the very next, it's like, boom, she's almost had a different attitude. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I'm seven. Yep. And, and it's like, listen, I'm not a baby anymore. You know, it's, it's I'm, I I'm, think that even she feels that. Yes, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I do want to say I, I am. I am delighted that, you know, I know that last night she didn't get her, you know, her big special day with everybody. I know tonight we're going to have family dinner together, but I am delighted to know that we were able to pull off her party yes. for a Sunday. Do you want to tell people what we're doing or we what are, you guys are doing? Um, which is one thing that I want to talk to you about too. So she's invited a few friends mm-hmm. um, to come, and there we have a um, uh, what's it called? A hair school, yeah, college. You know, school you of can, hair design, right? That's what it's called. Thank you. Where people have to go and uh, put all their hours of education in to learn how to cut hair right, to learn before how to they can hair. get their license. And so they offer they offer birthday parties where the um, they get a makeover. They get um, their hair done and their nails polished and and all this stuff. So we are going to go um, with her friends and and do that and have our makeovers. And then across the street there is an ice cream an shop. ice cream shop. And we're going to go over there and have um, buy the ice cream. And then I'm going to bring um, a a birth- ca- a cake. cupcakes. I'm bringing cupcakes because that's her. Reco- Actually, the theme for her party this year is cupcakes. Right. Um. That that's that's McKenna. McKenna is a cupcake. Yes, she is. Um, so she's super excited about that. I'm super. I mean, I think that we are all seriously. The girls are really excited, and it's going to be so much fun. Are you and Matthew going to meet us for ice cream for cake and ice cream? Um, uh, let's see here. So that is Saturday, and right, the party uh, starts at. I have an interview from 10 to 11. What time is the okay, party? The start? party starts at 2.15. Oh, yeah. And we'll probably be there for at least an hour, maybe a little more. So we're talking about, okay, so but sometime between three and six. Oh, yeah. Ice cream with Kenna. Yeah. It's on my calendar now. And, um, but I just, and I know that, you know, I'm going to say this every year until I die. I can't believe she's seven, you know? Mm-hmm. I know come September, I'm going to be saying I can't believe he's 11. Um, but it is just all speeding by so fast. It is. And I'm and I'm in this I'm in this 
whirling spin right now of life where I feel like since I got back from Colorado um, in February, I've been on fast forward. Like, I feel like we've just been going nonstop since February. Yeah. And um, the times that I have like sat down and done nothing, it's not because I'm caught up. It's because I'm ignoring something because I just desperately need to sit still for a minute you know, or I, a day. <laughs> I have felt like that. I mean, there have been a couple times that over the last three weeks that I have been caught up and then I go out of town for right. something. And 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 then when I come back, it's literally I, I could work around the clock, work around the clock and it take me a week to get caught up. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, is that I don't have a week to get caught up. Exactly. It, this stuff. I mean, if I wait a week, this stuff it, it, it balls are being dropped. Right. Absolutely. And and sometimes I just like, you know what, if I don't stop right now, I'm going to burn myself out. So I've also so had that. Stop. Yeah. So I just stop. I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm, it's I'm still going to be there tomorrow. I, it's still going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. And it's going to be a day later than and a dollar shorter than what I wanted. <laughs> <clears throat> but I have to stop. Absolutely. I have to stop. And that's where I feel like I love being like we talked a few weeks ago about how I have the ability to be in the moment. And right now I'm very much in the moment with um, with our kids. They just happen to be moving very quickly. Um, and I, I'm just I want to make sure that I'm taking it in. Right. Just because it's moving fast doesn't mean that I don't want to take it in. Does that make sense? It does. Like I could only go to school today for Matt's. Um, they, they did a living art museum. So they, for the last few months at school, have been working on um, learning in art. They've been learning about the different artists and the different styles of art. And so today they had the living art museum where um, part of the, like, there were three people in Matt's group, him and two other girls. Um, the girls each were a painting from the from the artist and then Matthew dressed as the artist himself. Um, I couldn't be there for but maybe 15 minutes, but I took that 15 minutes and I went. And um, I was asking him this morning, I said, would you want me to come? Because if you want to, I knew I wanted to, but that's not what I was going to say. Do you want me to come? Do you want me there? He's like, if you want to. I said, no, Matthew, do you want your mommy there? And he said, yes. So I took that 15 minutes and I went and I have my blackmail picture for later on in life. And, you know, and I got to listen to him do his thing. And and because he had to um, memorize a monologue and and about Robert Matisse is is his artist that he was. And. And so I was there and I was and I was able to take that in and really not focus on where I needed to rush off to next and and just be there right and i don't want to lose all of this just because we're in a fast-paced stage of life right now right that makes perfect sense and and i still struggle with that you know there were a couple of weeks ago that wow i was really succeeding at having my nights off and and stuff like that and unfortunately because i had made several commitments to go out of town you know, there was, you know, there, there was make the one trip to Alabama for space camp. And then I came back and I made a trip to go see my brother down in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. 
And then we had an unexpected trip to Tennessee for David uh, Foster's memorial service. And then I came back and then I had another trip to Nashville, Tennessee for PodCamp mm-hmm. and and some culture, coaching and consulting down there. And so it just seems like I'm, you know, I always I'm just at the point where I can almost be caught up and I can really say, let me breathe. And then I come back and it's like, no, I can't. I can't breathing. Breathe. What is that? Breathing, breathing right now is not an option. It, right. You work, 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 work. And if you stop working, it continues to pile up because all the stuff that should have been what that could have been or or all the stuff that came in while you were gone for three days, all of that stuff is super high priority, right. major stuff. You've been working on trying to get these things taken care of for weeks at a time. And finally, people are committing. Yes, let's do this. I need this information. I need that information. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're emailing you on Saturday. You're in Nashville and it's Thursday. You're recording a podcast right now and they're still in your email inbox. Right. What's up with that? You know, and, and it's like, what happened to all this margin? <laughs> And and so I'm I'm dealing with that. I've been dealing with that for the last five weeks. And the paper got wider. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what happened to the margin. The paper is getting wider. Yes, and so you know, and and I'm working on it. I mean, you and I just talked about that at lunch today. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, what are, what are some other things that we need to dump out? You know, right? What are some other things that I've committed myself to that I need to draw back? Some of the right. the commitment level. You know, it, it, a lot of things are. Uh, you know, more things are about to change. Right. You know, and, and, and that's and always that's just scary. The business. That's just the business. That's just the business side. That doesn't even, you know, include the constant. I, you know, when the kids were little, um, especially Megan and Matthew, because they were so um, close mm-hmm. in age. Well, they still are close in age. <laughs> when they were four way, and two. <laughs> way back before the, their age gaps totally widened. When they were three and one and four and two. And, you know, um, I felt like to keep the house, to keep the house cleaned up, I needed to constantly be behind them picking their things up. Now I'm at a place where I feel like I'm a toddler and I need someone constantly behind me to pick my things up. Nice. Like I can't, if I try to do what I have to do and then go behind myself and pick, I'm just walking in a circle all day long. Right. So then, which is like, I'd like to say, you know, Sarah says, we'll say, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm in my hamster wheel. I'm just going and going and going. Yeah. But, um, so McKenna's birthday has already come and gone. I'm glad that we are going to have, you know, a chance to celebrate tonight just with the five of us and then have her party on Can Saturday. Get- and go ahead. And I am excited to have your meatballs tonight. <laughs> because tonight McKenna's um, dinner choice is spaghetti and meatballs. I knew that I was not going to have time to prepare that today unless we wanted to eat dinner at like nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I made them on Tuesday. Cliff comes home from the movie Tuesday night. And he's like, ooh, meatballs. I'm like, don't eat those. You did end up eating a few. So they're good? They're, they're no, they're not good. Okay. They're out of this world awesomeness. Thanks. I, I loved them. Thank you. Yes. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. But just taking the time to, to stay to stay present. To stay present. And 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 that's and that's the thing. Like you know, I've I'm slowly dropping some balls. You know, and 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 I feel really bad about them. I I mean I do. It, it the the guilt sometimes just eats me up. Mm-hmm. But 
I, some there there have been nights I was like, you know what? I'm taking some time off. Yeah, I'm t- I'm still not taking the time off right now. I I I want to actually I want to do something crazy. I want to start working out two hours a day every day. So do I. I and 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 by golly, I, I am almost caught up again. <laughs> finally, I, mean, I don't even. I'm not even gonna try to get caught up at all. By I'm, by Saturday, I will be. When I talk, when I'm talking caught up, it's not that I don't have anything to do. I know. I'm talking about when I say caught up, I mean that I'm not, you know, five days behind getting information to people who are desperately waiting for information from me. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, these are, this is big time, real, real obligation stuff. And when I mean caught up, I mean like at least two rooms in the house to be clean at the same time. (laughs) And he laughs at me. No, 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 no. So... Let's take a moment to say thank you to our sponsor. Let's do that. Our sponsor, of course, is Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. If you go to Mardell.com slash G-S-P-N, you see our featured products page there. And uh, one of the products that won't be listed there is Blue Light Jazz, but it maybe could be. So I don't know. Is Daryl in today? I haven't. I I don't see him here. Seen him. No, it's it's alphabetical and I don't see him here. So... Uh, maybe if Daryl listens to this in post-production, he might go in and have the folks over at Mardell. Um, if you know, not, add, I can. Uh, could you email him? Send him an email. Would you remember? When would you do that? Right now. Right now? Mm-hmm. So right now, Stephanie's going right to email Daryl and see if he can't get at them. At 11. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to explain that. I will. <laughs> just a minute. <clears throat> oh, now you got me coughing. Okay. So anyway, blue like jazz. If you just go to Mardell.com and in the search box, type in blue like jazz you'll find the book by donald miller um i haven't read it but i hear it's an amazing book and and it certainly would go along with the movie if you want to go see it i think probably i i don't know what i would recommend first seeing the movie first or reading the book first uh i saw the book but i knew what the book was about and then i saw the movie so it prepared me for what i was going to see in the movie um but i think this review that I've given today would probably prepare you for the movie. I say, go, go see the movie and then read the book. And if you want to, you can get it from our sponsor. And of course, anything you get from Mardell.com, if you use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart, you will get 10% off your entire order. And of course, feel free to tell anybody, you know, any church organization, homeschool association, anybody else out there that you know, that buys online, or buys materials online for Bibles, movies, Christian apparel, uh, homeschool education. Just tell them about our promo code GSPN. Have them using it in the shopping cart. Ten percent off. Is it going in place of anything? No, just have them put it just at the end, at the bottom. Yeah, just at the bottom of the list. Alrighty. So thank you, Mardell. They've been a sponsor. They've committed now to us for four and, four and a half, half years. years. Yeah. And I don't know any podcast out there. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I'm not familiar off the top of my head, and I have a relationship with a lot of podcasters. I'm not familiar of another podcast who has had the same sponsor continuously for four and a half years. So I think that's pretty darn awesome. Daryl's out of the office until Monday. Okay, no problem. So just uh, if you go to mardell.com slash GSPN, it might not be in the featured section, but you can do a search for blue like jazz. All right. Awesome. Stephanie, we're going to talk about the worldwide petition that we're going to, st- going to uh, generate. The worldwide petition we're yes. going to generate. You know how when whenever there's something that needs change in the world, uh-huh. you, you know, sometimes to get people to take notice, 
you you gather together like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of names on a list right. that says, I know what a we support is. this. What's our petition about? To change the name of leaks. Oh, this is your petition. I, I have no feeling. I'm rather indifferent to the name of leeks. Okay, so here's if the deal. If I am going to make potato and leek soup, I need to go to the store and buy leeks. If I'm going to make I, this potato hash, which is what the leeks are for that I have to um right now, I'm going to go I bought Steph, leeks. Stephanie comes home from the from the grocery store and I am not kidding you guys, she has the biggest green onions you've <laughs> ever seen in your life. It's not a green onion. Well, Technically, it is, but it's a leak. It is. A, it, it is. Does, it's not as strong as it, a green onion. It is a green onion. I'm telling you, this thing is. A, I mean, it, if you just imagine, like, honey, I shrunk the kids or grew up, blew up. Honey, the kids. I blew up the green. <laughs> yes, it, it, it's. It is. It's like miracle grow times twenty. It is a gigantic green onion. So, what do you want to change the name to? It's got to be something other than leak. Why? What? What the heck is a leak? I mean, well, a I, leak. Is well, first of all, <laughs> when I think of a leak, I think of you know it almost just the just the name leak, and you put it in a vegetable context, it makes me think of spinach that's been cooked down. That that's okay. what leeks would be, or something. I just so, of something well, that's of wilted that can, spinach. <laughs> it's wilted spinach, but I I guess the word leak in my mind conjures up the the thought of a of a wilted spinach. Okay. Okay. But but. A leak? I mean, because first and foremost, just the I just the name leak sounds so unappealing. But here's the thing: I love onions. Right. I love I love yellow onions. I love Vidalia onions. I love sweet onions. I love. Did you red just say onions? Onions. <laughs> I, I love the onions. No, I love <laughs> Vidalia. I love. Where was I at? I love what? red onion. I Cliff love, loves onions. I love green onions. I I I think I've seen. You know, some we've orange had a onions. friend. We've had a friend. Um. Tell us that our house always smells like onions because we. I even like funyuns. <laughs> I cook with onions like <laughs> every day. I every love day. onions. You know, there's someone but, in our family that does not eat onions and I can't imagine ever fixing dinner for them. My brother-in-law, you mean? Yes. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's it. Yeah. We, we, they won't be invited to dinner anytime <laughs> they soon. They won't be invited. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> We, well, we, you do know we, that they host will, all the time. So. You know what? We will we will have. You know what you could do? You could have um, our chicken fried rice with leeks. With leeks. <laughs> I don't think you'd get the same flavor. I, I'm 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 tempted. I, I want to know what I, I want to actually have. Like I would love to have just a little bit of a chopped up leek mm-hmm. and a chopped up green onion and taste them side and by put, side put them you know put just a little bit say side by side mixed in with like our chicken fried rice and see if there's a difference in taste because they look exactly the same except for one is on steroids it's that it's like i work out <laughs> you know it, it, it's like a little green onion that says i work out you know what i mean <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, uh, Cliff has taken offense to the name leaks. I mean, it, okay, I'm. I need to take a leak. I mean, come on, <laughs> I'm seriously for that. I mean, that. take one. There's three on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say there are three bathrooms. 
It gives a whole new <laughs> no, meaning. Hey, it gives a whole new meaning to I need to take a leak. I gotcha. Oh wow. Ah. Uh, that's funny stuff. That's good. See, now that my friends, this <laughs> is why you listen to Family from the Heart, even after we give you the blue like jazz review at the front. That's right. That now, is right. See, now that you could you could do blue like jazz movie review and I need to take a leak. I need to take a leak. Yes. That, no, that's a title. <laughs> that's not as good as the title that we joked about naming Authentic Life Radio yesterday. What was that? It's not going to be the title. Okay. But okay. What Andy Clark Krebs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if you want to hear Stephanie and Sarah like laugh like two little 14-year-old girls, you have to listen to this week's episode of Authentic Life Radio. What episode number? 25. 25. com. And look for episode number 25. And of course, if you're watching us live, it will be online later tonight. Later tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. and by the way, tonight Hilarious. being Thursday, April 19th, 2012. Yeah. I don't. Anyway. Speaking of another Good podcast stuff. episode that it will be put online later tonight. Yes. I was so excited that, that I heard this going on. World According to Megan. The only. Episode Siete. Episode C eight, yes. Um, which will also be the title of the episode. But um The World According to Megan. I was so glad that I heard her talk to you about recording an episode. Um, which is the only Which is the only <laughs> It's still the only podcast I listen to. Is it? Yeah. World According to Megan is I've tried a lot other of fun. I, I have tried other podcasts though. Mm-hmm. Um, I just get behind, and so then I just stop listening. Right. So anyway, wor- if world you want according to, to Megan, how do they get that one? I, you know, the best thing to do, I believe, I would know. you know the easiest way to get that one because it's not linked to specifically. It's in the all inclusive feed. So if you're okay. if you're hooked up to the gspn.tv all inclusive feed, you'll get the world according to Megan. But if you really want the world according to Megan and just that podcast episode, you need to go to iTunes and do a search for world according to Megan and that's M-E-A-G-A-N M-E-A-G-A-N and it is I'm looking right here it's there matter of fact it's in there twice one is World According to Megan and one is uh, originally the Hannah Montana fan podcast right but either one of them will get you the same thing she is so humiliated that her name is even tied to that anymore yeah yeah. That's all right. Well, and not just for the show reasons either, but mm-hmm. that's for a whole nother podcast. So. But anyway, um, episode number seven, it was really good. We we recorded good. it last night. It was so her idea. It was, most, which I think that is, I think that that's the most important thing Yeah, is waiting for her to want to share. Yeah. Most of the time it was always me kind of saying, yeah. hey, you want to record one? Hey, yeah. you want to record it? And, and now it's like, and, and I mean, she was begging me last because yeah. I was so ready to go to bed. Right. And you know what's really cool is, is oh, I mean, and, and I think this has been brought up a couple times in the last month or two, that Megan and I have have had this really mm-hmm. great relationship. I mean, we've really developed something awesome. And in spite of the fact that sometimes I'm just like, you know what, I, I think she understands me more. I think so. And I and I know that I understand her more. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you two are getting in tune with that part of her that is just like you yes do you know what i mean yes and, you, and so she's starting to understand that more yeah you know what's really cool is yesterday um 
I had five things that specifically five things yesterday that I could just praise God for. I mean, they were just awesome out of this world. Wow. Moments. I mean, just really, really awesome things yesterday. Um, and I had one terrible, crappy, cruddy thing happen yesterday. And it happened to actually in my mind and in my emotions, it outweighed all the other great stuff. Absolutely. It, it really... It, it, well, you that know, happens. It does. It does. It takes like a thousand positives to outweigh one negative. I, well, I hope it's not a thousand, but uh, certainly at least at least 10 <laughs> Maybe or that's 15 just in my mind. <laughs> or 100. It depends on what the negative is, but certainly the, the negatives certainly can weigh down. But this one was... This one was pretty deep, and and I was I was really hurt yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was angry, um, and I'll and I'll reserve some of the other language of what I was yesterday. <laughs> but you know what I did is is you know Megan, Megan came in and and she just walked downstairs, and I could hear hear her, and I said, "Hey, Megs," she says, "Hey, Dad," and she walked in. She saw that I was in the middle of typing and you know an email or something like that, and she's gotten to the place where she goes, "Oh." nice talking to you you know she just walks out the door right because usually she would you know come up and lean over my shoulder and she would know she she's gotten to the point where she understands that and when i'm in the middle of an email you can't i'm like i'm in i'm 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 what do you call that i'm plugged in you know it's like listen i i have to if i pull out if i pull out of this email if i spent the last 25 minutes writing or composing this email that i'm writing to this person if i pull out i literally have to go start the 25 minutes over again mm-hmm. i it, it, even if it's only a five minute distraction i have to be in the mindset that i was when i started the email all the way to the end of the email i, I don't know why that is but it just was the way and megan understands that about me now mm-hmm. so she just kind of came in she goes nice talking to you and i'm like oh man I just, did i blow that or whatever you know and 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 it's like wait no i think we're good and so um, I, after I was all done, I wrapped things up. It's one of those things. Do I have time to take off? No, I have another, you know, I, I had 19 more super high, gigantic, major, this has to be done two days ago, emails to respond to. And I'm done. I, I, I'm taking some time off. And so I walk into her room and, uh, you know, she's sitting on her bed doing her homework. And I, I, I get, hop up in her bed and I'm laying on her pillow and I, and I, you know what I did? I said, Megan, I should be extremely happy right now. I had some really awesome things happen, but I'm totally bummed out. And I had overall a terrible day and I feel lousy. And, and she goes, yeah, why? And I, and I, so I told her, mm-hmm. I said, well, first let me tell you the really cool things happened and stuff like that. And then I told her about, you know, how, how a friend had let me down in a very big way. And, and she's, and, and, and you could tell just the fact that she, she, I mean, obviously she has friends and Mm -hmm. she's, she's experienced and and it was nice to let her know that, you know what, your dad deals with this stuff too. Right. Absolutely. And so it was cool. And, and, and and honestly, um, last night I, I, I almost tweeted this like four or five times, but last night I almost really treated, it's like, I really miss David Foster right now. Right. You know, because, because. I really could have used the conversation with him. You know, it just is like, wow, this hurts. This stings. And, and I, and I, but I, I got to hang out with Megan. I got to share it with her and, and it was just cool just to sit down. And then she shared a did lot of stuff. Did she have any wise counsel for you? She did. Okay. Yeah. She said that, yeah, she, she it was, you know, the whole thing that I don't know. It, it, it was a good time. And not to mention the fact that she shared a ton 
about what was going on in her life Good. and what happened in her day and the the interactions that she had some with, with some people. And and then I, I she says, hey, you know what? Can we do a world according to Megan? And I'm like, yeah. I said, wait a second. Do you have any homework? Are you working on homework? She goes, yeah. I said, you finish your homework first. That's why she came up and said, is it too late? Yes. Okay. Yes. I said, you finish your homework first and you write a list. And she goes, a horizontal list? Then I said, no, it's mu- <laughs> your list must it's be vertical. vertical. <laughs> uh, and only if you listen to episode number six of The World According to Megan, which was back in August of last year, right. will you understand that that little inside <laughs> joke. But she, I said, you have to finish your homework first and you must make a vertical list of things we're going to talk about. And she says, okay. And so last night, you know, it was about an hour or two later, she comes up and she says, is it too late? And I'm like, oh, man. But I told her, I said, I'll Mm -hmm. do it. And so we came down and we recorded episode number seven. It was fun. We had a good time. And so it's just, just, I'm having a really, I I, I feel like I'm really doing well in my relationship with Megan. And I feel like I'm still really struggling in my relationship with Matt. Mm -hmm. And and I think some of it still has to do with some of my own issues with, with my real dad, you know, okay. that, that I feel like sometimes I feel like anytime I let my son down, it reminds me of how I was let was down, down? Mm-hmm. and I'm, and, and sometimes I really get stuck. I'm dealing with, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sometimes I really get stuck thinking, wow, when my son's, when Matthew's 39 years old, is he going to think about me the way that I feel mm-hmm. about you know, mm-hmm. certain situations. I have that. I have that all of the time. Am I, am I, I letting him that? Time. But here's the thing. I, you know, I'm not, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not an alcoholic, but I am a workaholic, you know, and is it, is that a lot different? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not choosing another family over, you know, I'm not, I didn't choose another family over, you know, spending time with him and stuff like that. So I, 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 I think I'm a little too hard on myself. I think so too. Um, and I know that I've told you this um, in the last few months, but m- before I share that, one thing that we were talking about the other night is that it seems like Matthew's still holding back a part of himself mm-hmm. and we haven't really identified um, what that is or why that is. And, and so I think we both need to keep engaging with him. Yeah. And, um, in that sense. But I think that one thing that has helped me deal with my, um, what I would call my, my failures as a, as a mom was, um, being in Colorado and talking about the mom wound, um, is what John and Stacy Eldridge call it. We, we all have a mom wound and, and a father wound. They all will look different. Um, and be shaped different and and have different um, stories to them. But I think the one thing that is is helped me in in mothering our children is that I'm going to leave a wound. The only thing I can shape is what it looks like, you know, or try to. But it's going, they're going to have something, well, my mom did this or my mom didn't do this or, you know, it was, it was this. And I need to put that aside and do the best that I can. Right. I can't worry about, I can't worry about all of um, the wounds that I'm inflicting on them now 
I can just set out every day and do the best that I can. Right. Right? Yep. Um, but I've also started um, seeing them now. We had this right after I got back from Colorado. Um, I met Sarah at Starbucks to tell her about my trip. Our youngest daughter is terrified, terrified, and I know this, of being lost or forgotten or left alone. Terrified. Mm -hmm. I was eight minutes late picking her up from dance. And I walked in the door and she's crying and I said, mother wound. (laughs) Mother wound. (laughs) You know? Yes. uh, I will. And I'll tell you now, when I go to dance on Monday, she's like, are you going to be here? Are you staying here? Where are you going to be? How will I find you when I come out? What, how will I know where you will be? Yeah. And so for 45 minutes every Monday night, I have to sit inside that building. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, I took our personal bills and I paid them while I was there because to, to rebuild that trust in her. Yep. And, and to show her that I'm there for her, I have to sit in that building for 45 minutes on a Monday night. Yeah. Um, Megan mouthed off to me one day and I, it was the buildup of an accumulation of a week of, of bad attitude and, and, um, just, I couldn't take it anymore. And she mouthed off to me and I literally ran after her in this house to smack her on the mouth. I chased her down the stairs. I didn't smack her on the mouth because as I was running down the stairs, I was like, what are you doing? You psycho freak. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked at her and I was, I'm just thinking in myself, mother wound, mother (laughs) wound. And, and it happens with Matthew too. And so I don't know if this will help you in your, in your feelings of failure as a father, but it's helping me. I, I set out each day to do the best that I can to be a mom to our kids. Yeah. There are three of them and one of me. I'm going to let somebody down every day. <laughs> it's just the way that it's going to happen. Yeah, I know. But the thing is, is that, man, I, I just, <clears throat> you know, with Megan, I feel like I'm getting more things right than I get wrong. And I'm still getting some things wrong. Don't don't get me wrong. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> but 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 with Matthew, I, I, I feel like I'm, I, I just need to get on the other side of the equation. I mean, right. I, I'm okay with the fact that I'm not perfect. I get that, but I'm, I just can't, sometimes I feel like it's difficult to get a break, you know, to to get on the other side. And a lot of it has to do with just the, the, the craziness and, Mm -hmm. and it's not just my physical health and my lack of physical activity that suffered from just the past five weeks. You know, it's, it's a lot of other stuff and including, you know, that relationship and, and it's something that I still strive for and I want to have happen and, Ah, so much stuff. Right. So much stuff. Anyway, well, my friends, we need to to back out of here. It is about 58 minutes into this episode. Did we get the whole list? We did. Really? Yeah, I mean, unless, I mean, did you have something more always there for the kids? Oh, just that, um, I'm starting to have this life outside of parenting now yes you know um i'm i'm getting to be a little bit more stephanie she's getting a little stephanie time and um and so i'm gonna miss something for the girls the weekend that i'm in i'm gonna miss their dance pictures while i'm in orlando and the next weekend i'm supposed to do the columbus marathon 
not supposed to do. I'm doing the Columbus Marathon and I'm going to miss something for Megan again. And she was like, but you promised, but you promised, but you promised. And I'm like, well, Megan, I've made this commitment. I can't get out of it. And she wants to stay here. She wants to stay behind. And she's like, am I a really bad kid because I'm not going to be there for you? And I said, well, yeah, kind of, because I'm always there for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And with that, my friends, we're going to wrap things up. Until next time, we encourage you to live life with purpose. <laughs>